what's been happening A baby they have news and interviews Don't go anywhere else We're not a rebel We don't gavel no. We number one for fun With a Bailey Babble Bailey Babble Bailey Babble Bailey Babble And that's right, folks, you are listening to the Bailey Babylon. Matt, your host with the most hair missing. And joining me in the studio today is co-host David Long. G'day. Hey, uh, g'day, Matt. Thanks. How are you feeling today, my friend? Uh, <laughs> pretty good, pretty good, thanks. It's a drizzly old start to the day out there. Co-host Cassis is here as well. Hello, Cass. Welcome. Hi, Matt. Nice to see you again. Thank you, madam. Delightful to see you again. Moving right along alongside you is the delightful Angela Dyke. Good morning, Angela. Morning. How do we find you today? Have you had a good weekend? Yes, I have. Excellent. And last but certainly not least is the very shy co-host Gavin Moore. Bloody awesome. (laughs) Would you call yourself shy, Gav? Bloody awesome. Well, seeing as you're so bloody awesome... Can I trouble you, my friend, to introduce today's bloody awesome guest? <clears throat> this is Waps Comproni. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the microphone long-standing Bailey House staff member, Laprini Dimitrikopoulos. Laps, welcome, welcome to the babble. Well done getting my surname right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is a long surname, isn't it? Dimitrikopoulos. How many letters? Ah, uh, 16, 15. I can't even remember. 15. It's 15. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I just added an extra letter. Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, good start to your day, Laps? Yes, good start. Christmas is fast approaching. Too fast. Yeah. It's coming around too quick. Not, not ready yet. <laughs> hey, well, we've got a lot of questions for you, Laps. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to start with Ange, I believe. Ange, are you ready to roll with your first question? Yes. What can you see there, Ange? Bailey House. Mm-hmm. So what's our question for laps about Bailey House? Do we want to know what she doesn't do at Bailey House or what she... Does. Yeah. So the question is... What do you do Bailey House? What do I do at Bailey House, Andre? Yeah. Run amok? What do I do? <laughs> no, I've got, I've got a few hats um, at the moment. Um, so my f- original job at Bailey House was an instructor um, for the Trans-Aid group. And now I'm also a team leader, so supporting staff are a team leader. And most recent uh, hat <laughs> is um, community <laughs> engagement officer. So assisting that? Matt and Caroline and Linda... Um, I've got anyone else um, on the community engagement program. Yeah, and we're going to get you to expand on that a little later, Laps. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, so you've got a bit of variety there. Tell us, what's your origin story with Bailey House? How, when I started. Yeah, when, how did it all begin? Well, I Were you just walking past? What happened? Yeah, no. I actually, from uni, uni days, I, um, some, um, one of my placement coordinators goes, oh, you live around Brighton. Uh, do you want to do your placement at Bailey House? And I went, 
why not? <laughs> so that's how I started I, uh, from a placement. So what were you studying? I studied an applied science, um, majoring in disability studies. Ah. Mm. Did you have any particular reason why you went towards disability? Did you know, have a family member with a disability or did you know somebody? I just fell into it, actually. Um, <laughs> just a friend goes, oh, why don't you try this? And I went, oh, yeah, why not? Um, and I got in and uh, I said, oh, why not? Give it a go, learn something new. I had no background in disability, so it was a very new thing to me. And Bailey House, I think, was my second placement um, where I got a bit more experience. And, uh, yeah, from, that's where it started. So you finished your placement and then not long after that offered a role? Yeah, I had a three-week placement at Bailey House and I remember Faye, as my last day, oh, do you want to work in the houses in, as a casual staff? Um, they, look, they were looking for more casual staff. So I, went, I was a student, I needed a job. <laughs> so um, that's where I started, in the residential houses. Do you have any distinctive memories from your first days? Like Warwick recently... Uh, um, was telling telling us about the t uh, his early experiences at Bailey House, and he heard music coming from the hall, and he thought, "What in God's name's going on out there?" And he and he walked into community singing, and just thought it was amazing. Have you got any yeah. first memories? Actually, I remember. Um, I think Brendan. I just have this fond memory. One of my early memories is meeting Brendan Godfrey in Kylie's room. Um, I think Kylie was working at the time too. Um, I don't know. It just I loved how he, did, you know, was able to do stuff. Even though he's got a vision impairment, he was able to. Um, I think it just made an impression on me. Um, just how he could get around by himself. Like back then, he could walk down the ramp and up the ramp um, using the rails. Um, yeah, and who else? All the clients that are, you know, of the seniors probably. You know, you got Brent. Um, Bernie, um, who else is down there? Margaret, yeah, and all that. The the older senior group at the moment. Um, yeah, so yeah. just impressed by their ability to overcome barriers. Yeah, absolutely. I think that just inspired me, and um, I think I just I loved working in the field, and I think that just uh, working at Bailey House just opened up uh, just the possibilities of all the beautiful programs that everyone does, and yeah, loved it. You know, you know what else inspires me about Brendan? What's that? He's still. Is working with Kylie most days. <laughs> I know. Well, obviously, they're talking about overcoming barriers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Obviously, maybe because he can't hear half the time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and a big, and a big hello to Kylie if you're listening. David Long, you're up, mate. Okay. So now, Feeney, how long have you been around at Betty? Well, my placement was. I remember it was around April. 1999, so Lovely. a while back, isn't it? Whoa. Last century. <laughs> um, so what's, what does that make us? 20, 24 years? About 24 and a bit years. Whoa. And uh, so that was my placement. And then I started around June 1999 in the resident. My first resi was Marriage Road. I remember working as a, the, my first shift ever um, was at Marriage Road Residential. Who was the CEO back in 1999? Oh, I don't know if anyone was here back then. Jim Jameson. And uh, yeah. the general manager uh, was Virginia, I can't remember her last name, Jameson. Oh, yeah. She was married to Jim. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> so it was, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and then soon after, um, Jim was Peter Lee. 
So Peter Lee was uh, became oh, the CEO. Yeah, weird. Yeah. And after Peter Lee? Peter Lee. Oh, gee, you're testing my mood. Was it Janet? Janet. And then... Bruce. Bruce, maybe. Bruce. And then we, yeah. for a little stint, we had Fiona. And then Janet. And then Warwick. Oh, yeah. If I remember correctly, Jay, <laughs> that's in the 20, 24 years span yeah. there. Yes. Who else remains from back then? Any other staff? Well, when I first started, it was, you know, Krisha, Kylie, Ray. Who else have we got? Natasha started around the same time. <laughs> Yolanda as well. Um, Matt, I think a year or two later. Yeah, 2003 for me. Okay, so about four. I was still in the resis, so that's probably why it feels like you started at the same time. Because I started full-time at the day service in 2004. Whoa. But I was working casually in 2003 in the day service. So what made you transition across from the residentials? Uh, I needed full-time work, and um, the shift work in the resis was getting a bit, yeah, it was just it was all over the mornings, late nights. Um, yeah, the shift work, I think, got, got tiresome. <laughs> Didn't agree with you? Well, just lack of sleep from all the sleepovers. I think I needed a day job. <laughs> yep. So a position came up in 2004. I remember Faye going, oh, are you looking for full-time work? I went, yes, please. <laughs> um, and then this new position of the tr- uh, running the Transition A group. So uh, that's where it started. And so those guys were school leavers, is that right? Is that Transition A? Transition A were the future, I think half of you guys started in the Futures yeah. and then the Futures groups back then, I think now they're called, I'm not sure, the early leavers, I don't know, school leavers or something. <laughs> it's called something oh. else now. Um, so it was a, a stepping stone into the bigger vocation group. So, yeah, a little extra assistance. Beautiful. Well, time to adjust. Cassis, your first question, thanks. <coughs> what has kept you around? What's kept me around? What's kept you... Cassis, you've been at Bailey for a few years now, right? What's kept you around Bailey House? Why do you keep coming back? Because I like trying on all the, trying on the different activities, you know, and I know my strengths and my, you know, like, weaknesses. Like what I'm good at and what I'm, you know, what I'm not, what I sort of, uh, what's the word, struggle with. Like the sewing I struggled with when I first started, but now I'm I'm actually a lot better than I was. I can actually sew independently on my own. Yay. I mean, that's an achievement for a start. That is an achievement for a start. So you're, you're learning as you go. What about you, Laps? Absolutely. What? I can agree with that. Learning as we go. I think you yeah. always learn something. Um, I don't know. I love the energy of Bailey House. It's, uh, I think I'm from the day dot. Um, just love it and love working with you guys and love working with the staff. And um, until I get sick of that... Because <laughs> we've seen a lot of staff come and go, haven't we, yeah, over the years? How do you maintain your enthusiasm and your energy? Because it can be draining. It can be. It can be tiresome, but I think there's more better days than draining days, I think. And look, every job has its ups and downs, but I think our job has more ups than downs. So, um, anyway, there's never a dull day, let's say that. <laughs> yeah, I might have said this before, but I think if you're having a pretty... 
if you've got maybe things going on at home or you're having a, a bit of a flat moment, as soon as you walk in, you sort of get uplifted almost automatically. Would you yeah. agree with that? Absolutely. There's always someone smiling, someone um, cracking a bad joke, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why is she staring at me, Gav? I don't know, because can you tell bad jokes? Yeah. Can we change topics? Could you ask Laprini your first question, please, old boy? Who are, who are you when not at Badley House? Who oh, am I? Not. Oh. Say that again, Gav, sorry. Who are you when not at Badley House? Uh, I don't know, I'm still laps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not there. Okay. not there. When I'm not there. Oh, I'm heavily involved with um, my great community, so I do help out there. Uh, I do a bit of voluntary work. Around with the Greek community, so that takes a bit of my time. Oh. Um, what what, what do you do to relax or to have fun? Have fun. I do like playing a bit of sport. I was heavily involved with that. Uh, I used to play. I used to. Now I'm retired. The Gaelic football <laughs> uh, community. Football. Don't get it mixed up with oh. Gaelic football because that's you know you play with Gaelic, but this one's a bit of a. So <laughs> Gaelic football. So it's an Irish uh, game. Um, originated in Ireland. Um, yeah, a bit of sport. I now play a bit of indoor soccer, so that's a good try and keep my fitness oh my up. Wow. And I love about relaxing, I love working in my garden. So I love a bit of gardening. Um, I'm not saying that I'm good at it, I'm very good at growing weeds. <laughs> no, it's, I love it. I love getting out there and um, just uh, yeah, pottering around in the garden. Tell us about your role in the Greek community. Greek community, yeah, I do a lot, a lot of festivals with the um, my my Greek church that I'm involved. We do a lot of fundraising, so we fundraise for. There's an initiative called Five Loaves, helping the homeless or whoever needs assistance doesn't have to be homeless. Um, a feeding program, so we do a, a lot of that, um, and just all having fun festivals, trying to get the community together um, with dances and um, obviously food. Um, we do a lot of um, stalls with Greek coffees and coffees and food and all that type of stuff. So, so most weeks you're doing something in the church community? Pretty much, yeah. So that takes a bit of my time. <laughs> yeah. And have fun along the way. Excellent. Well, you're a busy woman outside of Bailey. And I think we're over to you for your, your second question. Got to be there somewhere. That's it, Ange. Who's in your family? Oh, that was beautifully asked, Ange. Who's in my family? Well, I've got um, my mum and my dad and my sister, my twin sister, Yotta. So, and don't forget my little furry fur babies. I've got Alfie, my grandpa of a cat, and Millie, my newest, our newest addition to the family. Here's little Millie, a, another fur, little furry friend, little cat, Millie, oh. and she's cheeky chops. Millie. Millie. Oh. It was Millie. Um, what about, so mum and dad laps, mm -hmm. what do, they, they're not working now. What Did they work once upon a time? What what, what did they do? Yeah, dad's um, retired, obviously. He used to be in a labourer in a factory. He used to work in a plastic factory. You know, all the ice cream containers and... Takeaway containers. So oh, yeah. He used to put the big machines together to 
to make those plastic molds. And mum, she still works actually. She's probably got a couple more years before she retires. Um, works in a nursing home in the kitchen. Rich. Beg your pardon, Cass? I was going to say whereabouts in the nursing home but your mum works. She works for a company called Blue Cross. It's a big nursing company. Yeah. And in, and in the kitchen? In the kitchen. She's in a kitchen assistant. So okay. she does all the... I don't know which street or which... Sorry. sorry. Down. It's called Creshaven. Blue Cross Chris. Anyway, it's in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. lovely. Hey. hey, so Mum's... She's quite good in the, uh, in the cooking, cooking caper, is she? Oh, she's good. She's very good. Finger-linking good. Is she full-time? No, no, part-time. Yeah, part-time. And uh, so she, when she gets home, you don't make her cook? Because you're still at home, right, with Mum? I am, yep. Where's this Mum? You don't make her cook when she gets home as well? Yeah, of course we do. She gets my slippers, you know. <laughs> nah, we, we assist. We help. We help out. So. Hey, your sister, Yotta, mm-hmm. now she's got some uh, history at Bailey House as well, right? Yes, she's also worked at Bailey House back in, for, I don't know, 2004, five. Oh, Maybe she used to be at Earlsfield, one of the houses. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, she used to work with, and used to work with Kelly oh. uh, Smith. Oh. I think they used to work together. And um, I used to remember... Hang on. Sorry, David. Uh, Yotta, yes. when she had been working at Bendigo. She and she did a stint as a casual at Bendigo uh, for a bit, yep. And so for those people wondering, whatever happened to Yotta? Yoda, well, she ended up getting a full-time job at... She now works at Epworth in the rehab oh. area. She works with Allied Health. Uh, she's an Allied Health assistant. So helps with um, speech, a speech therapist and dietetics, the people um, assisting, oh. making sure people in, in rehab, that the long stint of when you're staying in hospital for a bit longer, making sure that they're keeping well and not declining. Yeah. You've also got family overseas, right? I do. I do have family back in Greece where my family is from. And I've got a family also in Canada, in Montreal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah. And, and you try and get back quite regularly to Greece, yeah? I tried to. Uh, I was meant to go this year, but uh, that didn't quite happen. Anyway, well, hopefully next year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, catch up with the cousins and the aunties and the uncles. In yep. 2024. I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully in 2024, Gab. So if I was to uh, um, uh, wander or be a fly on the wall at the Dimitrikopoulos household over dinner, yeah. what are you guys speaking, English or Greek? Bit of both. Bit of both. More Greek at home. Uh, but anyway, mum is a bit... She can speak English, so we kind of have a mix. It's a bit of... Greek English. <laughs> Greek and English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Laps, uh, um, did mum and dad meet here or overseas? Overseas. So back in Greece in a town called Kalamata, which is beautiful. Olives come from that region. Oh, I think everyone wow. knows the Kalamata olives. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Oh. That region. <laughs> but you were born here, however? I was born here, yes. Oh. Melbourne. Melbourne bred and born. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Now, Laprini did just mention, Cass, that she is a twin. You've got a question relating to being a twin. <laughs> and I know you think it's a bit of an odd question. You'll probably hate me for this. 
but do you have twin superpowers? Now, do you know what that means, Cass? We did talk about this in our pre-production meeting. I don't mean does she wear her undies on the outside, no, I and, don't and does mean she wear a like and, and does no, she wear a cape? No, what I meant. Well, I, I I hear stories about twins being able to to sense yeah. to sense what their other twin yeah, is so feeling. Yeah, they know when the other twin is in danger. Like I need you. Say, exactly. How can you do, like sort of telepathic almost? Exactly. Has that, is that a, is that a real thing? Lapsed? Has it ever happened? Have you got experience with this? Uh, not really. I think only because we, we're so close that we can't... You, when you know someone well, I suppose you kind of sense that they're... Because we've grown up together, um, I think we, we know each other. Basically, well, we do know each other more. I think that's our superpowers. <laughs> um, no, no. If you pinch me, she won't feel it, no. <laughs> so we try that, Gav? Uh, we better not pinch the guest, Gavin. Get your hand down. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to touch her. <laughs> <laughs> Laps, what about twins? Sometimes when you're little toddlers, twins have been known to come up with their own language. Have you heard of this? Have you ever seen? There was footage going, went viral some years ago of two uh, little fellas, just toddlers just yakking together in the kitchen. Yeah. It was so funny. Uh, probably no. Yeah, we used to get up to mischief together. Yeah. Like we, like we would just egg each other on to do something silly or cheeky. Um, we did get into Dad's garage once, and oh. um, my sister poured oil-based paint all over me. Oh my god! My mother nearly had a heart attack when she saw us because oh, no. we were covered in paint, oh, no. in oil-based paint. It was oh, awful. No. I just remember, yeah, we had paint for days and weeks, maybe. <laughs> She wasn't too impressed. <laughs> hey, um, what, what hand do you write with? Right. Uh, and Yoda? Right. Uh, I heard twins are more likely to be left-handed. Uh, I don't know. We're both right-handed. But what we do, if I get a bruise on my left, she'll have a bruise on her right. It's really weird. We do have that weird. That could be some sort of twin superpower, Cassis. Did you hear that? Could you repeat that lapse? So I might have a bruise on my leg or I've got a sore left leg. She'll have a sore right leg. So I don't know. I don't know. So how would the opposite one to you? It's very odd. We don't know. There's no... At the same time. Well, usually it's not always the same, but sometimes we're like, oh, that's a bit odd. I'm a bit sore here. And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm on this side. Yeah, so that's the only poly coincidence. If it's a superpower... If it, Gabby, if it is a well, superpower, are not a superpower. It's, a, it's a if it's it's if it's a superpower, it's a pretty crap one. Yeah. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> or it's called getting old, Matt. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just getting old. Uh, Gav, we're back to you, mate. Where do you, where do you live? Where do I live? I live in Caulfield South. Oh, that's about it. Oh, you lived in Greece, no? I did live in Greece. We did. My family moved to Greece when I was about six. We lived there for a year. And uh, we decided to come back. Yeah, due to Dad's job. Yeah. Okay. Um, that would have been a big transition. Do you remember that? I do remember that. It was fun. It was, for, as a six-year-old, so it was an adventure. And we lived with my grandparents in a village with all the sheep and the goats and um, farms and roaming around. It was fun. Wow. I think as a six-year-old, it was a lot of fun. And then back to Melbourne, which suburb? 
back to actually this house, the original house that my my dad and my mum had. Yeah. Which you guys are still in to this day? We are. It's nearly 50 years my parents have been there. My mum's got a twin. Oh, wow. Amy Lynn. Lovely. So it's a a twins. Lovely. I know. It's, yeah, a lot of twins around out there. Auntie Lynn, Lorraine's twin. My mum's family of eight. Of eight? Wow. Of eight. That's a big family. Uh, Laps, your... um, if we can just turn our attention back to Laps and Caulfield. What about school? Did you go, went to school in that area? I did, um, across, across the road to Allman Primary School. Oh. Yep, which is a, yeah, stone throw away. Oh. And then I went to McKinnon Secondary, which is another suburb. Ah. Uh, yeah, we used to walk, walk to school, good 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, yeah. What, what's your favourite place to visit in Caulfield? Um, I do like the park, the EE Gun Reserve. That's a cool park. I used to play baseball down that way. Um, it's a good park. I, yeah. Home of the Ormond Football Club. It is. Yep. Are you talking picnics in that park? Picnics. Oh, walking around, just walks. Um, oh, Caulfield Park's also a nice walk around. Where's Princess Park? We did, yeah. I did. I used to play baseball once as well. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, but... That's cool, but... You, you're a baseball player? You never crossed paths with Laprini, did you? You never pitched at her? I hope not. No. <laughs> um, Laps, if you could change one thing about Caulfield, what would it be? If you could, maybe there's something you'd like to add to your suburb that's missing. Well, while you're thinking, I'm going to ask Ange. Ange, because you live at... Um, I'm in Melbourne. Melbourne. If you could add something to Melbourne, what would you add? Is there something that you don't have that you wish you had in Melbourne? <coughs> nice restaurants. Oh, OK. You're not happy with the restaurants on offer at the moment? Mm. You're not talking about McDonald's or something, are you? No. What sort of restaurant? What sort of food would you like? Good pizza. Oh, yeah. Laps, what about you? Ooh, a bit of funk. Hang on. I'm putting my questions in front of you and not the microphone. Um, maybe a bit of funk like, you know, the other side of the town. A bit more community. You know, like a bit of a closer community. So we're a little bit... You know, everyone's in their own big houses and the fences. And as if you go to the other side, like a Brunswick or something, everyone's out and about chatting. Probably the better that. Oh, okay, you reckon it's a bit more. It's a little bit, everyone keeps to themselves. A bit more reserved, that's the word. Okay. Well, that's because you've got too many darn parks and everyone's always out yeah. walking in these beautiful parks. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we don't, yeah. We're probably not a trendy, we're not a trendy suburb. <laughs> Well, um, uh, here's a weird um, uh, question from Unipini, and of course, um, uh, how do you wait in the 2023? Well, no, I'm sorry, Dave, we're down here, we're up here, oh, mate. Oh, yeah, oopsies. Your second question, that's okay. Oh, <laughs> so, 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 um, uh, how has Buddy House changed in your been here? 
Um, well, we, besides the change of staff and um, along the way, it's Bailey House has grown. I think it's doubled the size since I first started, Whoa. or maybe even nearly tripled. Um, well, we've got extra spaces. We used to be just from one site. Now we've got three sites. Um, so it's growing and growing, isn't it? So getting bigger and bigger and extra, more um, programs since we first started. So, yeah. And I suppose one of the biggest change from when we first started was the, the workshop. You remember where we had the workshop? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so now it's kind of changed yeah. to more community engagement, isn't it? So it's changed a little bit. Um, yeah, besides the bigger, and you know, meeting, new, always having new staff. Um, yeah. I get the buses have changed too, haven't they? Oh, yeah, the buses as well. Got now taxi buses. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a change, isn't it? Yeah. What about how many? How big was our corporate side of Bailey House when you began? Oh God, there was three people. <laughs> now we've got. I can't even count. I don't even know how many. Now there's probably thirty. <laughs> Yeah, so you've seen some huge changes, right? Actually, the corporate, there's a big side of uh, Bailey House that's changed in the 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, got a bit more, pro- bit more professional, I guess. Yeah, I suppose um, being a bigger service, you need all the support. You need that, that uh, foundation of, a, of the business side of Bailey House. So hopefully we can move forward into the future and in, in, a, good, in a good place. <laughs> keep, keep, gro- keep growing, perhaps. Now, Cassis, I think we're back to you. Oh. What made you a good staff member? What about you? What, what do you think? If what Because you've spent some time with Laprini. What do you think makes Laprini a good staff member, Cass? Mm. Joyalty, because she's always jolly and laughing all the time. And gay, you know. Yep. Yeah. No but... I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hopefully. Um, I'm hoping, I don't know, I probably could get better at this, but listening. Hopefully, listen, being a good listener, hopefully supportive, um, and, yeah, just being there for if anyone needs something. Oh. <laughs> hopefully I can help out. <laughs> or just, you know, um, make some jokes and hopefully people laugh. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. So not taking it too seriously, perhaps? Uh, I mean, I suppose you've still got to do your job, but making sure, you know, yeah, not take it too... Don't take yourself too seriously and... Um, mm, well, never do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never do. Um, yeah. And make it, you know, just go with the flow with things because sometimes you can't change things, so you just got to make the best of the situation that you've got on the day. So... Um, and try not to panic. <laughs> Stay calm. Stay calm. Yeah. Well, Laps, I jotted down a couple of things, and I've written that Laprini is loyal. Hopefully. She's respectful of everyone. <laughs> She's a great advocate for the staff and the participants. Laps is flexible. Ooh. And Laps is always willing to do the extras, you know. If, if there's, Laps never says no if she's asked, oh, would you be able to help out to do this or, or that? Laps doesn't even typically even think about it. She just jumps in and gets her hands dirty and laps is fun. Oh. Always a sense of fun, laps. Yeah. Oh, you guys make it fun. Now, Laprini, speaking of fun, 
we've got a bloke called Dan who you'd know, staff mm-hmm. member Dan, who's heavily involved in Bailey Babble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's our behind-the-scenes man, Dan, and every week he chimes in with a question, and what do we call it, Gav? Dan's what? Dan's doozy. And here comes this week's Dan's doozy. If you had Olympic sport, would you make your own? All right. So you've got to create your own Olympic sport. Mm. What would it be? Besides, I love to see Gaelic football on the Olympic sport. But no, uh, no, no. This is a, this is a unique, unique sport, sport that doesn't exist. <laughs> well, can I cheat a bit? I saw something on YouTube that was pretty funny. Sure, most people may not have seen it. It's fake horses. So you're on a broomstick with a horse hey. head. And you're actually doing an equestrian. The people jump over the yeah, the poles. It's pretty funny. It's not bad. It's like high jump with a horse. Boy. Yeah. Okay. So an equestrian event using a, uh, a toy horse, basically. Toy horse. So you got a toy horse, oh, and you've got to jump over the um, high high jump with the oh. like a horse. Like a horse. Dressage. They call it dressage. Dressage. Yeah. But you're um, you don't have a real horse. So no. you've got to jump over it and not touch the poles. It's actually amazing these people that actually do it. I'm like, okay. I don't know if they're serious or they're having a – it's a bit of a, a mock. Yeah, I'm hoping a lot of listeners will uh, YouTube this. Uh, I didn't know it was going to go there, right, Gav? I didn't, I didn't know either. So <laughs> would I know? I must admit, I, I, I kind of want to watch it. I kind of want to watch it. How would I know? But... Uh, we are off to Miss Little Dyke again. And speaking of sport, your question for laps about sport is? Do you like sport? Do I like sport? Yep. I love it. I love it. Um, I love... uh, One thing I miss about not... I don't play Gaelic football anymore, but just the training. I love the training... Um, I'm getting a bit old for playing in a team sport now, but um, well, at that level of uh, of um, what I used to play, but um, I just love playing and meeting. I need a team behind me to run, so that's why I need a team sport. So that's why I've joined now for playing um, futsal, indoor futsal. It's not as as intense as playing outdoor um, football or Gaelic football. Um, futsal is? Futsal is indoor soccer, pretty much, yeah. Oh. So it is intense at times, but it's not as, um, I suppose it's short and sweet. <laughs> it's not too... In, uh, I used to be indoor soccer. I left yeah. to get back indoor soccer yeah. and played for a while. It's actually quite, it is fun. Um, yeah, and it, just trying to keep, keep up my fitness a little bit. I'm probably not as fit as I used to be, but uh, yeah. Tell us about your Gaelic career now. Don't be, don't, don't, don't go uh, all shy on us. You put, is it true that you represented Victoria? I did um, in the Gaelic games. Yeah, so um, played. I don't know how many have I played four in interstate. The um, inter what do you call it? State games, the Gaelic state games. Um, unfortunately, Victoria has never won one, which is uh, we always kind of fell short. And the closest we got to a grand final, we lost by one point. Um, but um, anyway, well, hopefully this year, the, the recent years, I think Victoria's done really well. Um, I 
think we've still got a win though over the Victorian side. Hopefully New South, New South Wales keeps winning or Queensland and Western Australia are very strong. So do you prefer team sport over individual sports? And why is that? Uh, yeah, I'm probably, I need that motivation of a team, especially the running side. Running is probably not my favourite part of, of sport. But, um, but once you're fit though, it's, it's great. Um, it's just getting that fitness behind you, <laughs> getting that level of fitness. Um, how else does sport reward you apart from victories? How else does it? How else does team sport reward you? Oh, I just love the team environment. I suppose um, meeting new people through sport um, and the social side of being part of a team. Um, you always have someone to talk to, your friend or someone. Um, I've made great friends over. Um, the years of playing Gaelic football or being in a team sport. And prior to Gaelic football was baseball. I used to play baseball quite a bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, um, meeting new people through sport. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just another 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 community to be involved in. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. It's, it's great. It's, I mean, a good way to meet pe- new people and or having a team... Um, yeah, involvement. Okay, now, here's a, we, we have a question for you. And of course, um, how did you rate in 2023? How do you rate your 2023, David? Oh, have me? Had, oh. Have you had a good year? I hate to turn the tables on you on the spot, but have you had a good 2023? Oh, i I should say about rather than about that time in in during the twenty twenty three moments as well. Have you got a highlight for us? What's been the highlight of your year so far? Hmm. Well, um, uh, hmm. <clears throat> even uh, even trying to uh, with this new uh, belly. Uh, I'll have this different, different thing, something. Fantastic. What about yourself, Laps? Any standouts? Standouts. Um, I, sp- I think 10 years ago, actually, I was very fortunate to be asked to go to Milan on the Melmies, the Melbourne Milan Exchange. I think, David, you went, you were past. Yes, I was. You went with Natasha and Prue back then. Um, I went with Krisha and who else did I go? I went with a couple of clients, Georgina. Well, hang on, but we're actually talking about, we might get to that. We're talking oh, about this year, however, sorry, Laps. Sorry. This year. Oh, this you year. You might be jumping ahead there. Oh, you have sorry. done your homework, haven't you? I can yeah, tell. I what about this year? Any highlights this year? Oh, Has your group undertaken you. any new activities? Um, or have any new activities returned? Uh, this year, one of my biggest new thing is the community engagement program this year. So that's quite new to me. So that's something um, trying to develop um, within myself to, you know, try and build it up on the Mondays. Um, but I have to say, this year's just going way too quick. I think it's going too quick, and November. I can't. It's <laughs> couple of in November already. Uh, this year. Um, and also working with the new staff member, well, not, he's not new, but new with me is Jason. So he's built up, um, he's take, kind of taking over the Monday, Tuesday from the Transition A group. So that's something new 
this year. Yeah, great. And Jason's got a great rapport with all the group. Yeah, so he's he's finding his feet in the group as well. I think he, yeah, so... Um, That's always good when you have a new staff member, isn't it? They bring new, ideas. new skills and yeah. ideas and yeah. talents. And uh, I think it's good for the guys to, you know, work with other staff members. Um, and a lot of the casual staff that we've... New casual staff that we've uh, got around the place. So it's nice to see, yeah, a, a new vibe, a new um, energy again. And I've seen you training up, still guiding staff, a new staff as well at times. Yeah, so part of the uh, team leader role is to hopefully mentor new staff and also find, um, got to do the induction, so uh, guide them through that. Can you tell us a little bit more? Sorry, we mentioned that earlier, team leader. For those people that aren't aware of that job mm-hmm. description, what is what is that? What does that mean to be a team leader? It means a bit of an all rounder. Uh, so supporting staff on the floor as well as clients um, in, an, in if needs be, or just you know, I suppose being a senior staff, been around long enough. Hopefully, <laughs> I know a couple of things, um, especially for newer staff that haven't been there longer. Obviously, they've got a few questions or um, are not sure about something. This is where the team leader role comes in and assists um, in in whatever situation, um, and also guiding them through um, learning. You know, in the um, if there's new systems in place, supporting the staff uh, with all that type of stuff. And so you've got a select number of staff that sort of report to you and meet with you, right? Yep, I've got, I think, uh, seven or eight, eight, um, depending on the staff, um, yeah, that I'm their team leader for. So they, if they've got any questions or need help with something or anything, um, or they just want to chat, um, that I'm there to support them. How many, do you know off the top of your head, how many team leaders are there at the day service? I think we've got six or five. Six. Six. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, great. It's a great, I think it's a great, this, there was certainly no team leaders when we started, was no, there? No, absolutely not. Uh, I think it's a good stepping stone. It's a good uh, little level. Um, so because we've grown so big um, and there's a lot more staff, I think it's a good uh, level, um, what do they call it, line managers, they yep. call it. Um, and, yeah, it's a bit more extra help, you know, for assist clients and staff or all, all rounder <laughs> the running of the place. So it spreads, a, spreads a workload, basically, doesn't it? So that not everyone's going to the program managers. Yeah, because that can get bombarded and um, it's just an extra, another level of um, just help. Yeah. Support. Yo. Yo, Matthew. Well, this is when you ask your your, right. your fourth and final question, I think. Yeah? When, when does Bailey play us week in the cricket? Oh, yeah. Now, you're talking about the annual cricket match, Gav? Yeah. Have you been involved? Hell, yeah. You haven't made any runs? Yes. I think of course. I think you're always a solid contributor. Laprina, you're heavily involved in this. Can you tell the listeners, particularly those who may never been involved, what is it? Uh, and is there an upcoming match? Oh, yes. Okay, the annual Bailey House uh, cricket match with the Elstonwick Cricket Club. What an amazing cricket club they um, offer every year to host this um, this match. Um, I think it's a highlight of Bailey House's uh, <laughs> event. Um, mm. 
Yes, and coming up, actually, I got an email from Cameron the other week to say our next match, hopefully next year in February, the 24th. Lock it in, 24th of Feb, 2024. Uh, we're looking at the for the next cricket match. So, yeah, it's a beautiful, what a great event. For everyone from the Elsinore Cricket Club, they all get together. Um, we all get together. And, yeah, we do a bit of a playoff, don't we? Um, so everyone gets the bowl and bat. Um, most, most cricket teams have uh, 11 batters laps. Yeah. Uh, I think this is... We have about 111. Yeah, something like that, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, the Elsinore Cricket Club, they need to practice more. I think. How many times have they won? None. Nil. None. <laughs> Not <laughs> once. None. And how long has the match been running, this social event? Oh, I think I've, I remember before I took over yeah. was Ray. Ray used to run it. Um, I think 20, over 20 years, maybe. Oh, my God. Something like that. We might need to look at playing the Victorian cricket team labs. Yeah, maybe. A bit of competition. Yep. I think Elstonwick Cricket Club, need to get, they need to practice. Need to keep practicing. <laughs> hey, why is the day important, Laps? Uh, I think it's just a great community event. Like, uh, what, how, great inclusion. It's, um, I don't know, what do you guys reckon? What do you love about the cricket match? We oh. are undefeated. So. <laughs> well, um, uh, you asked it, the penny, but um, uh, ever since last time, um, I used to play for the... Uh, Actually, Riggs, cricket match, well, well, I'm uh, not so uh, long ago, really. Yeah. And, of course, I'm, uh, I think I might get used to, uh, used to the arena for by sitting as a uh, captain's seat as well. How do you find the uh, the members of the Austin Wick Cricket Club? How do they treat you when we're there? Uh, <laughs> ever since I just got that, the uh, hatball trick. Did you take a couple of wickets? I did. And regardless, they're always, um, as Lap said, very inclusive, friendly, and uh, there's a lot of laughs had on the night, isn't there? He was, really. And a lot of sausages eaten. Hey! <laughs> I take that, Matt. What's more popular, the sausage sizzle or the cricket match? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sausages might be a fair lure. And next year's date again, Laps? 24th of February, 2024. What day of the week will that be? Be a Saturday night. More information to come as it gets closer? I'll get Kelly onto it to put out a flyer. Hopefully, yeah. And we'll get a flyer out early next year. Yeah, they're a wonderful crew, aren't they, down at Elswick? Um, and you have your final question. I think I see you at the cricket match tonight, Ange. No, not your thing? No, well, you're always welcome, Ange. You don't, not every, you don't have to play, do you, Laps? No, you can just come and watch and support your friends. You can just have a sausage if you want, um, or you can do everything. You can come out, support your friends and play. And the bar's open? The bar's open, yes. <laughs> Hey. Well, the, well, the, 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 the shout out to the Malkay family because usually um, this all started from Eddie um, going down watching the Elsinwick Cricket Club and then somehow... Um, Ed's nephew, Jeremiah, played there. Yeah, and um, I think it just started from there and they said, oh, let's do a, a game, uh, a match. And so it's grown and grown. And Ed's brother, John, heavily involved, laps, is he? Yep. Well, was, I think, since... Yeah. I don't know if Jeremiah... But in our, in our match? Uh, yes. He comes in uh, and he actually sponsors the event. Yeah. 
Yep. So big shout out and thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much, John. And my stomach's rumbling. It's nearly time for lunch, but we've got a question or two to go. Now, Laprini talked about this earlier, about her Monday. Now, our question is... What Monday's like? Yeah. So you've had a big change this year, Laps. I have. It's been a bit of an adjustment from coming out of my, my usual programs with um, my group to now assisting with the community engagement program where I'm supporting um, uh, clients out on their placements. So the <laughs> Coles placements or we're looking at some new, newer other, trying to find other placements that are suitable or what um, you know, everyone's interests are. So trying to find new, new stuff as well. And what are you enjoying about this role so far, Laps? Um, you have to be flexible, um, and yeah, it's a Monday too, yeah. (laughs) Um, no, it's lovely, and lovely seeing the, um, you know, clients getting out there and, um, building up their skills, their work skills. Mm. Wonderful, and it's growing and growing, isn't it? It is, it's, um, not enough of us to get out there, I think, yeah, so, um. When did you start in this role? What month? Was it this year? Earlier this year? All right, Matt, do you remember? No, I have exactly. to say, this year's gone really quick. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I think it was about March, it's April, around quick. Easter time, maybe. Goes too quick. It's going really, very quick. I don't know. As, as I'm getting older, they're going quicker. I don't know. It's yeah. well, that's what they say, and I concur. Cassis, your final input, please. <clears throat> what are you enjoying most at the moment? Yeah, anything in particular about your role you're really enjoying, Laps? Um, I have to say it's a variety, like I'm with all my hats at Bailey House between the community (laughs) engagement, the um, team leader days, and I still enjoy um, working the three days in my group as well, so um, definitely the variety and uh, never a dull moment. (laughs) Excellent. So the enthusiasm's still there? It is. Brilliant. David? Lucky last. Okay. Talking about your enthusiasm as a senior staff member and, of course, the leading team leader as well. And what have been some of your best moments here at Bally House so far? Best moments. I think I touched up on it before. I think that opportunity to go to Milan, that was a good eye-opener of what because they were such a big advocate of um, disability out in the community. They were better than what we do here. And um, In the, the Italian disability sector? Yeah, they were, like, very... Um, Progressive? Very, very, uh, more so than what we are. We One thing we've got better than Italy is our facilities are better, meaning, you know, like the curb cuts and <laughs> you can get around in a wheelchair or we've got the tactile for people with vision impairment, all those type of things, we do better, but their attitudes in Europe are a lot better, um, more inclusive, um, communities' support is bigger and grander and um, they get to do, you know, their um, support out in the community a lot better. So I think we've got something to learn. I think as we're going, we we are getting better. It's about attitude. Community attitudes need to improve in Australia. Yeah. And so that was a trip, uh, it was sort of an exchange trip, wasn't it? It was. Um, so they came a year, so it was meant to be um, 
they came a year prior, so 2012. I remember there was a group of 24 that came out, and um, there was a, they came to Bailey House, and we showed them. I think that day we went out to the we we drove them out to sightseeing, like out to Sorrento, and we took the ferry across to Queenscliff. Um, yeah, it was they do a bit of sightseeing, yeah. Um, and yeah, and get to see other disability services like Bailey House or um, Interchange back then. Um, I don't even know if Interchange is still around. Um, anyway, and all the other different parts of in Melbourne. Yeah, so that's a big standout for you, an obvious highlight. Yeah, uh, I've just thought the the community backing was a lot better in Italy than what we have here in Australia. Yeah, the attitudes were more progressive. Hopefully we're catching up. I hope so. <laughs> well, Laprini, uh, um, thank you so much, not just for your time today, but for your 24 years, did we say, of service to Bailey House. And uh, uh, long may it continue, I say. I hope so. I hope I've still got the energy another 24 years. I don't know. Can I beat Faye's record of 50 years? Can I? Oh, what, age would that, what age would that take you to? Where am I going to be? 60-something? <laughs> Maybe when I retire. Hey, Laps, thanks so much once again. No and, worries. Uh, My pleasure, guys, and thank you so much. Keep it up. I love this um, Babel cast. What is it? Babel? Bailey Babel. Ba- Bailey Babel. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, love your work, guys. Keep it up. Thank you. Gav, thanks for joining us, mate. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Matt. <laughs> You tripped, you tripped, uh, you got your, you know what happened then? You got your turds wangled. Uh, your words tangled. Whatever. Did I, did I just say turds? Oh, okay. David Long, thanks for being a part of it. <laughs> You're funny, man. Cheers, <laughs> man. Thanks. Did you say funny or funny looking? I'm going to say, man. Cassis, thank you kindly for being a part of the babble today. This is where you say goodbye to the listeners. Cassis, have you fallen asleep with your eyes open? <laughs> no. I was going to say, how did the activity in Greece fare to what we have here? I mean, are they the same, well, not the same programme, but how are they different to what we have here, programme-wise? Well, let's get Labs to answer that quickly. Well, in Greece, no, nah, we've got a long way to go in Greece, but Italy is a lot better. Italy does it a little bit better. <laughs> Maybe that's something you should set your sights on, Labs. A trip to Greece, and you could get everyone free accommodation oh, with your family. Absolutely. Love it. Let's do it. <laughs> Talk to Deb about that. Yep. Hey, co-host Ange, thanks for being a part of it today. It's okay. And thank you once again to our loyal listeners. Thanks for dabbling. And all our babbling, this has been the Bailey Babble. <laughs>